Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Booyah! It's Monday! And we have a full house. Five around the table. I like that. I'm back in the booster seat. Yeah, you're back in the king chair. It makes you look oh. like you're a five-year-old. Is your ankles touching the ground, fam? Yes. Okay, there you go. My whole feet are. Make sure you keep them heels on the ground. Everybody have a great weekend? Great weekend. Fantastic. Great weekend. Yes. Great weekend. All the way around? I yeah. sat through a three-hour rain delay at the Guardian Saturday night, and I was at the Browns yesterday, so it was sports weekend. Yeah. By the way, I went Friday night. What a great game. Isn't it Friday? Yeah, I, that's when I didn't that get to. They couldn't play awesome yesterday. Game. How could they not get the field ready? It stopped I, raining. What I happened? think it. I think they expected it. When, when they look at the forecast, obviously, and if they don't see a break to play, then well, no, it was. I was talking to some people. Yeah. I was texting around last night trying to find out what happened today. Yeah. They had replaced some of the sod after the Elton John concert. Yeah, some you can the, see it that on left center. Yeah, it got destroyed, so they replaced <laughs> the sod, and the new sod just didn't drain. And with all the heavy rain that we ah. had the last couple of days, ah. yeah. and they were sitting around waiting and waiting and waiting, well, and so then it got missed. to the point where. They, that band that came through last night, that real severe band, they knew they were out of time and they weren't going to be able to get the game. Right. So they just called so it. So I start, yeah. It's tough. And my question was, okay, well, is this a recurring thing? Or is this, I don't know, landscape. Once the side comes in and matures, yeah. will it will it take hold and drain better? And the answer yeah. was, we're yeah. still trying to figure More it out. More double headers yeah. than anybody in baseball. I know, it's rough. Yeah, yeah it, it is tough. Right especially down the stretch here. They've got a five-game series with the Twins. I know. And September that's 15th. Gonna, that's Inside the division, I think. September 15th was a mutual off day. It's probably, I don't know if it's been announced, but that's probably, I mm. think, where that game will be made up. Chicago is home and is going to Detroit, so it's a real easy swing for them to come up and make that up. Oh, wow. And the Guardians are already home. So At I least would they don't think, lose the home game. Right. That's I, what I was afraid of. I was afraid they'd have to make it up there. Yeah, no, I think it'll be, it's a mutual off day. I mm. think it'll be September 15th. Bro, tough these, loss Saturday, man. These yeah. dudes. Really tough. Yeah. These dudes be playing every day. I, well, y'all be talking about it. I'll be understanding it a little bit. And then you be talking about the September fifteenth is a schedule. I'm like, that's two months dang there from now. You don't, you gonna, you gonna schedule me something from then? Yeah, they be playing every. No, they don't get, they day, don't get man. many off days. Oh, get no glasses today. No, no, it wasn't. Just I forgot about my kids. Yeah, the la- so had, you can't see he, right now. He might have the Lasix. No, <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Oh, I I get, maybe if I get the Lasix, man, um, and I might be in there. I might be in there. I might start acting. Oh, I can really? see my scripts and everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, we'll tease the show. We got Tim Couch coming up. He's going to yep. talk about preseason game number two. The great Tom Hamilton, for my money, the best radio play-by-play uh, guy in the in the game of baseball, does just a terrific job. He's going to talk to us about the Guardians and their stretch run here, and mostly we're going to talk about the Browns preseason game number two, and that's where we're going to start. Joshua Dobbs again. I think for me, checked all the boxes. I know it's preseason. I'm not going to get too excited about it. But I love the run, the scramble down the sideline, the athleticism to stay in bounds. His numbers were solid, 14 of 20, 141 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Four rushes, 47 yards. That's a nice little element. Yeah, I That's like a it. really nice yeah. element. I don't like it, a touchdown. Jay, I got a problem with him running. What's that? What am I learning from him running? I already know Josh Dobbs can run. He's got to throw the ball. No, nah, yeah, but 
You're I, not going to stand, let him stand back there and take a sack, are you? No, he's got to throw the ball. He's got to get rid of the ball. I don't need him. I don't need him taking. What do you mean taking a sack? It, that last play he ran to the end zone. He almost got killed. So that was dangerous. He should. I, I didn't love the fact that he throw did stay ball. in bounds because he opened himself up to an open field. Yeah, yeah. but the long run where he got his jersey torn, I didn't have a problem. with No, that, that was a cool yeah, play. That was, that's I, the play I, I'm I, talking about. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with the short run. He fumbled the ball. You got to play. It is still football at the you end of the play. day. Football. You, right. can't, you can't tell a guy how you play. That's uh, just how he plays. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised how to play. hear you say Here. that, Bull, because Here. your stance all year has been, you can't you can't go about this thinking you're going to get hurt. Yeah, you you can't. Can't. to play well, tight well, well, What you no, eat this weekend? It's not about getting hurt, really. It's about, I want to see him throw the ball. We want to have a conversation well, with Kennedy here. and number two. Do it 20 well, times. We'll be clear. He threw the ball. He did everything I wanted to see him do. Me too. First of all, this is not Xbox. This is not Nintendo. You got to play. Well, it might as well be. It's the preseason. No, it's not. It's you the get, preseason. Well, no, it's meaningless. Let's no, be honest. It's meaningless. True. Sure I, it is. I it is that, meaningless. Boy, I'm gonna tell you, once you get inside that rectangle, that box. Yeah. Yeah. We not scripting nothing. You as it comes, we play, right? Yeah. And sometimes in this uh, game, I don't care what sport you're in, there's a chance that you're gonna get hurt. Yeah. It is. Do, have we seen enough from him to think that he's a comfortable number oh, two? I like what I saw. No. no. Oh, I, no. I, no. Hold on. Hold no. on. Hold on. Hold on. I will tell after I see my man on Sunday, right? I mean, on Saturday. I've seen enough of Josh Rosen to <laughs> right, know that he doesn't right, have right, right, Josh right. Rosen stinks, but we already knew Josh Rosen stinks. I need to see. No, I need to see the number one, the, the, the presumptive number one on Saturday. That's what, what choice do we at this point? I need to guys, see a lot of them. The bottom <laughs> yeah. line is we don't know if Josh Dobbs is a good enough backup quarterback until he plays in the regular season, and we hope he doesn't play in the regular season. He might be you, better. He you might can't be. determine this based on two preseason games. You can't against do it. Against backups. Against backups. Backup. Again. Yeah. Yeah. He might be better than Brissett. I don't until know. You see but Brissett, there's, until you see There's nothing more than he could have done, though. Until, until, well, now he played well, us. but it doesn't prove Until, until you backups. see Brissett and what he's doing, right, will give me my inclination of what Dobbs. How much does Brissett need to play in the I final preseason game? I didn't see a lot. <laughs> bro, he should have been playing already. this whole time. I agree. I, we all agree on that. But how much should he play? Three quarters. I see three. Three. Jay, three of them things. He's not playing more than a half. You don't think? No. And probably not even a full half. Is that a mistake? No, I don't think it is. I think that they've they know we haven't seen him. But they've they, seen him, but they know they've seen. They him. know what he is. They it's know like what I he say with do. the Guardians, they've seen him. And and so this is the wave that. of the NFL that you don't risk your quarterback to. I mean, Patrick Mahomes played this week. He does. He played crazy. a lot. <laughs> but it was but, running up and down the field. But, I know it was. And and, and Andy Reid is old school, but a lot of the the, the Sean McVay school of thinking. They don't do it. You don't play these. They don't guys. do it. Right. If I just and I, you know what? It. I'm okay with that under normal circumstances, but these are not normal circumstances. Right. Nah. When he steps out in the field what, for preseason game number three, it's going to be the first time in live action yeah. that we've seen this guy. And I don't even know how many ones are going to be working on well, Saturday. But then I, but I understand that it gets, when they were scrimmaging in Philadelphia, you got a lot of reps in here, right? Yes. So yes. that is that is a game that you just didn't get to it's see. It's still, it's not preseason yeah, game. I, but, tell them it's not a game. I, bro, that, listen, it, it's not, none of these preseasons never. Quarterbacks ain't getting hit be, be in clear. Preseason, That's the point. Preseason is never a game. No. I don't care what sports it is. But never the, a game. you want to get the closest right. thing to a game that you yeah. can. Yeah. And that's a preseason so game, not a joint work. They're playing, they're playing odds here, right? The odds. Are. So we're gonna see. We're gonna see. We're gonna see this weekend. Them joint workouts. See, I, I need to stop selling that. I don't know. The players' association is selling them as really like games because y'all want to play the games. I get it. I don't like playing in them meaningless games either. But for your backups, those are important. I understand that veterans. If Deshaun Watson was playing all season. I wouldn't care nothing about it. Don't play him. He, he got all kind of game reps. You see what kind of tape you got on him, but but Brissett, he's a backup. Gee, it's a backup. Gee. Yeah, 
Brady went down. Where he go? Disneyland. Where he go? Brady was gone. He like, Brady don't need threes. He don't need it. But I'm saying the veterans in any sport are gonna say, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, right? But you need the veterans to determine some position of some people, right? Because I just want to see them work with the ones. I want to see it's an orchestra. If you put percent back, percent back there with the twos and the threes, are you gonna really get a good? Yeah, what are we gonna find out? We're gonna get nothing out of him. We're not gonna find out anything. They would have played all the ones. No, Chubb, them not playing. They know they're not. They're not playing. Those guys, the ones not playing. I don't think the running backs need to because I think the backup running backs. Jason, to tell you in NBA, when do the when do when do the starters play? In the preseason, yes. They, well, that's totally different. It's the, but it's the yeah. same. It's the, it's the same, Jay. I'm, it really. Well, is you're the not. Same. You're not going to get knocked on. You're not. You're, you could get hurt, but the odds that go look up the preseason injuries in the NBA and the NFL. Well, because the NBA we'll guy's not going to play. Let me ask you. This right, one. but even the, <laughs> the the backups when they're playing. Well, 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 well hold on. When I was the a, when, a I was a, when I was a rookie, they played. Well, as yeah, as well, times got, have as changed. A, as it got longer, they used the guys to play were six like, preseason well, games oh, in the NFL. Like, we're not, Remember we're not, those we're not anymore. Doug Deacon to tell you about the barnstorming tours. That it was they, unreal. They play six preseason and they games. played. Yeah. Right, and, and two played. Days. And the guys played. And they played. Jay, it was they nuts. They played man. all over the country. Jay, let me ask you this <laughs> question: they did. If, if Jacoby Brissett come out here first game, right, and he don't look good, he got a miscommunication. It's all on Stefanski. People gonna say, "How did you not? You what did you expect? He's a backup. He right. needs reps." And and by the way, Baker played. Baker's playing. He came off injury. Yeah. So it's gonna it's gonna be. He's not helping himself. Baker out. No. If, if <laughs> Jacoby doesn't come out and play well, it's because Jacoby's not a good quarterback, and they should have addressed the situation. Right. With right. Jimmy That's what's yeah, gonna happen. Would you at least, you at least concede <laughs> that? He has a chance of playing better. Yes. If he's had more reps with the ones in the preseason. I don't. I don't buy that argument. I God, really then why don't. do they ever play? We should never play. Because, because, play. The, because the league makes them play. Jace. That's why. No, I mean the ones Jace. ever. Why so would Jace, you? Why would do you have a calamari written two ways? Yep. He got it. <laughs> if he stinks. Yo, he got no, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that because you don't know don't why do he's going to stink. I don't. Do, I, I don't. I don't pre-write stuff. Okay. Really but I, I really think. But that, you see which way he's going to go, right? But, if it goes south. I mean, the, the Jacoby Brissett I've seen in training camp has not been great. Like they keep now, saying he's had a great camp. I keep hearing the same thing. Not what I've seen. From he people that great. are in okay. camp a lot, they've said there is a noticeable drop off from between Watson oh, and, 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 and Jacoby again, Brissett. Deshaun to me and you'd, accept, you'd expect there to be some. Yes. Why would there but why would that surprise anybody? Deshaun Watson's really good and yes and Jacoby Brissett's so, a bad so But they, you don't want to hear that you don't want there to be a canyon between but these guys. Of course guys. it's a canyon. Deshaun Watson's a great quarterback. Jacoby Brissett's so, a bad So, so, what, you're so what you're telling me is if they play badly, that means Barry's on the table too. Because here's the thing you could have went and got somebody yeah. and you over here, coach, could have played him. You didn't do either. You didn't go get nobody besides Brissett, and you didn't play him. So I don't understand how you could be like not understanding well, like I, this could be happening. I'm right. not gonna let anybody here off the hook, right? Run, yeah, the, no, run the tape right. back, Mike. I said keep who oh, hold them hostage to win to this point right here. Yeah, well, that's that point. I will say that's and, old school. And, that's and, old school pro sports. And the point that Baker was in the system before is fair, but I will point out. Kevin had these guys ready to go week one last year at Kansas City. They played terrific right up until Baker lost him the game. Choked as usual <laughs> at the end of the game. Yeah, but it's it like, wasn't like there was a new <laughs> moving part going into a and key that's spot. Fair. And that's fair. But my point my boy, is, my Kevin had these guys. Him. Kevin had these guys ready to play week one last no, year. No question. Without no really question. playing and starters a, against, against a Super Bowl against caliber team. Super Bowl caliber team on the road in a very tough spot. Yes. And honestly, I thought they played well last year in that opener. Oh, they did. But again, you're asking a. 
The, the quarterback is the hub to the wheel. Yes. And he's new. Oh, by the way, your number one wide receiver is new. Yeah. I just want to see yeah. those guys work Continuity. and get game reps in game number three together so they can, so we can see what's going on between And part of that, I think, is the fact that the vast majority of fans haven't been able to see that. They've seen right, it. Right, right. The, the coaches have seen it. Sure. Every day. Yeah. But we, you've got, collectively you, as a public, you've got a one, haven't. Yeah. You've got a that's one, why you've you got a one, two, it. three. I would, I was hoping to see Brissett this weekend. I was. Just a little, right? Well, we knew we weren't going right. to, so you know, once, I was waiting Once the it. Watson thing had played itself out, right? So we knew we had to get him some work, right? Mm -hmm. And then I, I, from Dob, I'm good on Dob's work for right now for where, <laughs> on the pecking order, because Watson, Brissett, I see it. Josh Rosen, out of here. Take no the, take the yeah. number Bro, off and, and, get, and, and, and give that him? back. Give that number back. You said it last week. Camp arm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said you couple dirty. Things, couple <laughs> things, guys. The Browns should not waste the roster spot on a third quarterback. The only time you should keep a third quarterback on the roster is if it's a guy who has promised to be a starter and you're afraid to lose him on waivers. The Browns don't have that guy. We don't. Who cares if somebody else picks up Josh Rosen? It's irrelevant. No, he's you not. You can find no, just a guy. Rosen is gone. Keep two quarterbacks. On that. The Browns need to keep. Like, can everybody stop on the broadcast? And I, by the way, the broadcast was great. All three of the broadcasters, Aditi and Chris and, and Joe, sure. phenomenal. Tremendous. But I, everybody, please stop with the trading Kareem Hunt. The Browns would be idiotic to trade Kareem Dumb. Hunt. You, Why on earth would you trade moronic. Kareem Hunt? Someone has to go, though. You, would everybody agree Why? there? Yeah. No. You There's too much talent five, in the room. You can't, you can't keep five running backs. So. You better yeah, move I one of them. I don't care about Demetrius. I'm not considering Demetrius Felton. Even whatever. if you keep, even without Felton. You, so I keep four. Is Stanton gone? Dead man walking? Probably. Is I think so. Just because, Stanton. Stanton. Just because Stanton. you've got so many yeah, talented running backs. Get rid of the fullback. Stanton ain't doing nothing. I don't need him. Nothing that a tight end couldn't do. They ain't doing nothing for anybody. I mean, like, every time he's in the game, they would be like, Johnny Stanton. I'll say, what are you doing? I like, I'm keeping four I'm running, running backs. I'm keeping That's it. the kid looks good, and I'm not tra I'm not trading Kareem Hunt. They were talking on the broadcast. Maybe they should trade Kareem Hunt for a wide receiver on the Eagles. No, I was no. like, what are you talking you, about? I, but I think you're, you're trading. You're, you're going to end up keeping four running backs, yeah, right? But, but, I, yes. but well, but ideally, I think you want to keep three. Keep three. But, in, but but in this situation, I think four. you might be forced keep, to keep. Yeah. Let me four. tell you why I'm keeping four because three of them are chips, right? Three yeah. of my people are desirable by someone because they've seen enough that hey, I might like that kid here. I might like this four kid here. Yeah, I'm yeah. like the, I might like the Ernest, yeah. right? I might like I might like uh, Kareem Hunt. I got chips here. Mm -hmm. Not that they're gonna be here the whole year, but I got a chip. Well, if you're I know looking, that. If you're looking specifically as a, as the chips, Kareem would definitely be the most attractive piece. Not trading him, trade. no matter what. But you've got to figure out of of the four. That kid. You've did. got to figure out the best <laughs> combo of three. Chip. And <laughs> we've seen Ford has looked great. We don't know. We, Ford's we don't not going know. anywhere. He's yeah. Here. I would think that because they've drafted him, he is the long term answer at He's that position. He's the long term position. career. I, you, I, I, I believe you're right. So if you are to the point where you're already thinking that he's the guy and he can do it, then you might see a trade for Kareem Hunt. I that would be, be a dumb, one of the I dumbest I would not be stunned ever. if they move. Well, I that said was, in February they should look at trading. You guys are adding him on. I'm, I'm not moving. I'm not moving on Kareem Hunt. The Browns have no passing game for 11 weeks. You don't trade a top 10 running back. It depends. What are you getting it for depends. him? I don't know. That's the question. What can you get for him? Can you get a wide receiver for him? What wide receiver are you getting for him? No, listen. If I get a fourth or a fifth for him, no, of course I'm not going to trade Kareem Hunt for him. No, I wouldn't do it for a pick. You got But it's got to be a player. If you can get an impact receiver on this team, and I don't know if you can or not. But if you yeah, can, that's it. Nobody's that's trading it. an impact receiver for him. They don't. Nobody's trading an impact receiver well, you just for Kareem Hunt. About Bull, Bull, if yes, there's a team, a... if there's a team that has three, that has a glut of receivers like we do, running yeah. backs, yeah. it makes sense. Who's got a glut 
What, who's got more than three really good receivers? I don't, you, I don't know how they feel about who they have. I don't know how they feel it about who they have. It doesn't make sense. Kareem Hunt is your second best player on offense. But if you're a team that doesn't have that premier back, and by the way, Hunt, yeah. I believe, is a better player than he's ever shown Totally here. agree. Right. Totally he's agree. a top so, 10 running back. Of course he is. But, yeah. Bull, the problem is the guy calling the plays hasn't taken the cover off the sports car well, yet. Well, you have to now. You get, they have, I wish. They you have get, no passing Can game. you get the numbers out of Dearness Johnson that Kareem Hunt gives you? No, no. question. We uh, don't know. No. Absolutely just, not. No. We, we don't, I don't know. Nobody not. can say definitively. Oh, I can say no. Absolutely not. Can, <laughs> can you name one wide receiver they can absolutely get Absolutely not. I, that's not our job. Our job is to just discuss what they might I'm do. I'm telling you. And they, what they might okay, do is they so might move So here's what they say. Yesterday on the broadcast, they talked about maybe they could trade him to a wide, to the Eagles. Yeah. Okay. The Eagles have two good wide receivers. Right. They have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Right. They're yeah. not trading either of those guys for Kareem Hunt. The rest of their receivers are the same as all random receivers. That's yeah. why I say. Although, although I not, say, not, that, not that I would make this trade, but yeah. Devin Allen is not like our receivers. All, all I say is. Keep your chips, right? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna switch it a little bit. I'm gonna tell you who I have enjoyed watching. That who won't be around here. I've enjoyed Kelly. I really. Have. I have too. I've enjoyed Kelly. I have too. I've he, enjoyed Kelly. Somebody pick him up. He's a good running back. Yeah. I've enjoyed Kelly. I, I, every he's gonna, he's every gonna play single, football day. Every single hey, look, year, look, he I shows from, me something. I come from tailback you. Yeah. Right? No, I know. I come from tailback you. But by, but he's but, all right. <laughs> but by the way, Kareem Hunt. Um, see, this this boils down to Same. what your what your coach is going to do. Yeah. To me. Kevin Stefanski, if he said he want a receiver, Kareem Hunt is one of the best receivers. That use him that way. Use him. Just yeah. use him. If you want a receiver, he's a better throw. player than every skill position player on the Browns, not named Nick Chubb. If you can't, get, and, and it's close between the two of them. If you can't get good value for him, then fine, keep him. But somebody's got to go. Somebody has to yeah, go. Yeah, well, here. And, and the last, you know, they're not going to release anybody. So I think most I more than those guys. To, we to, said before the show, Dearness Johnson to me is probably the most likely to be traded. I agree with that. But I think I you you at least kicked the tires. I'm not getting rid of any of them. To Bulls point, yeah. uh, Kareem Hunt is a valuable asset. Now, to your point, Stefanski, do you know that? That's, that's <laughs> do you know this? Yeah. Do you know what you have? I don't think right. Because if you know what you have, you're going to use the mess out of it. Yes, you are. Yeah. But we get it in bits and pieces but here. But we've had two opportunities. Take two kibbles and bits here. We've had two we seasons, though, to see how he integrates, and he hasn't. He just, just hasn't. He hasn't even come close to looking like the player in Kansas that City. he was in Kansas City. Because they used and I him. think the difference <laughs> is you had one of the all-time great offensive gurus drawing up plays for him there. And I think here it just hasn't materialized. Well, I, I also have Nick Chubb here. I disagree I know. with you guys. Wait like, a second. He has looked just as great as he looked in Kansas City. He just doesn't get as many opportunities. Because so you have Nick Chubb. The, so, well, but I'm saying, but he's still great when he's on the field. It's not like he hasn't been great. It's, he just doesn't put up his biggest let me, stats. Let, let, me, let me tell you, this is this is. Listen, I, I watch. He's your I, second best. I watch season. all film. I, I watch. I watch every game since Stefanski's been here. Your problem is this: Kareem Hunt should be your tight end. Kareem Hunt should you be your fullback. Kareem Hunt should be your running back. Kareem Hunt. Should, I don't want to be in a tight no, end. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. What you, so you got to look at scheme-wise. Tight, end, tight ends every. move and spread around. Tight ends go in motion. You, David and Joku don't block nobody. It, 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 it's just a position on the field. You have to say, this is my X factor. So every single time you see him, see us, he's in a different position. He can block. He can catch. That's he a, can run. G. Boom, 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 boom. He's here. G, that's an every down player. Every down. But see... The eye test tells you that if I know I got an every down player, I'm putting them in every down. Every down. Every down. I'm not putting them in on third down. No. Every down. I, I just I want to see him more. I downs. have to find a way to use him, right? 
and if it's out the backfield, he can catch the ball, right? Sure. If I say, if I say, okay, Karim, I'm gonna run the mess out of you today. You're gonna run this ball today, right? It depends on how I'm playing, but he's not a guy bringing on third down because of, okay, Chubb, you out. Okay, Nick, no, I ain't, I mean, ain't doing that no more. If Stefanski can't figure it out this year, then freaking fire his ass because you got two great players. You got to use them. More. This is Kareem's last year in Cleveland. Period. He's leaving. Not He's leaving he, at the end of the year. Not if he go off. So. <laughs> He's leaving. But what does that yeah, do? I, then? I agree. He so you're going to fire the head coach because he can't figure out how if to the use guy two are, backs and if one the of guy can't, If the guy is not a good enough coach to use his second best weapon enough, then he's not worthy of being. So a head Jason, coach. hold on. Hold on. We just, oh, so Jason, we Jason, scream every Jason. day that there's not that they don't use Nick Chubb enough. Now they don't use Cream. I don't enough. scream about not using Nick Chubb enough at all. You I guys do. Have. There's I mean, only I do. one ball to go around. The numbers have. I've already shown you guys the numbers. Running the ball does not. But I'm talking about throwing the ball a lot to him. You have to be creative offensively. Yes, you do. He's a great pass. He's their second best pass catcher. You, period. If if there is, and I'll use analogy as a writer, you got a good writer on staff, you don't use them, shame on you, right? Because what you don't see in value, somebody else sees in value. There's a kid there that has value, massive value. Totally agree. And we don't, you playing him like he only worked two cents. That's how we playing him. If he played for Bill Belichick, he'd be on the field all the time. All the time. Well, if we already played, know. Andy Reid. We had that test was, case. He, he was, was with Andy Reid, who's. He's not no third. Sometimes. But he coach, was the number one back in Kansas City. He's not. Yes, third. that's true. No, but he was. You he can was, make right. him something. Yeah, you got to be creative about yeah. using him. I, I agree. You got to use him in the slot. And, and Freddie Kitchens, for all his flaws, figured out how to use the two of them together, and it got them nowhere. Let's do this. He did it once. He only did it one game. We we want to do that. The discussion was: Is Josh Dobbs ready to be the QB two? There's no way anybody on this team, and nobody really seems to believe that he's definitively the QB two here, right? He has 17 career pass attempts in the NFL. Right. You can't judge anything off of what we've seen the last two weeks. And here's what I would go off of, guys: The Pittsburgh Steelers need a quarterback. And they knew they needed a quarterback going into this. And he season. was on that roster, and he wasn't. And they, the they let him go. They yeah. kept Mason Rudolph over Josh Dobbs. What does that tell you? All right. Before we move to other preseason game observations, let's talk about what the internet believes they saw in Josh Dobbs. McNuggets. Yeah, we asked the internet yesterday their feelings on Josh Dobbs, and we'll read you those answers in one sec. But as always, when we do talk to the internet, it's brought to you by PCC Airfoils. Are you looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. I got nothing today. <laughs> you got nothing. I'm, silent. I'm fo- so fired up about you guys want to trade Green Hunt. I can't even say it. It depends <laughs> on what you get. You no one's saying trade him for a fifth rounder. Nobody's saying that. Get a good wide How receiver. How do you know? For a you know? No team trades a good wide receiver for a running Jay, back. Jay, I, I How does this guy have Cream Hunt's ability become available? It doesn't happen. They're, They're not. They are, in your mind, are they shopping him? Because I believe they absolutely are talking to teams. And I also think You're that's why. Mind. The broadcast team was talking about it. They know something's going well, on, too. That's the thing. You guys know as well as anyone. If state media is talking about yep. it, there's a reason it's why, going on. why it's talking. Sta- I think that they're state media. I, well, it's, well team it's, media. it's team working. run media, well, it's team and, and, and they're privy to a lot more than NBC would be. If <laughs> so, they you, roll it in so you call me guys the oligarchs. Guys, the only advantage the Browns have on offense right now is their running game. You don't weaken your your only strength on offense. Let me tell you something. So, if you want to diversify and be let, better in another area, you, you can't can. get. You're not going to get a receiver that's equivalent to what I'm Kareem Hunt. That's running. what they're working not, on right now. I'm no way they can do that. Impossible. Kareem Let's Hunt. see. I'm not moving Kareem Hunt. Why? Because here, nobody said it. 
Chubb always goes down. Chubb be hurt too. He always go down. Oh, I mean, he's going to play 14 games this year. There'll be games where he's staying. Unless you, <laughs> unless you can get a top yeah. 25 receiver. I'm, I'm not, not doing it. Him. I'm not doing and it. There's I, right. no way they're getting a top 25. This receiver. is what I love. According to you, he's a top 25 back. So this why not? Top, top 10. 10 back. Top 10. Top 10. This, why not? This, this is, this so why is can't they be, get a top 25 this receiver? This is because see. nobody's trading a starting wide receiver. They are if they need a running back. Who needs a running back? There's like two teams that need a running back. They're bad hey, teams. Whatever, yeah, every what, team is set what, at what running back. Whatever right? yes, they do. pretty much. Who needs whatever, one? Whatever they do, I just keep telling you, the time is ticking, Stefanski. You, you, he, I don't know. I don't think he understands what, what they're looking like out here. You can go ahead and do all these moves and not make no moves or whatever you're going to be. When we come that everything is in the chamber now. When we come on that first game and Baker Mayfield standing on that opposite side of the of field, yeah. do not come out here and act like you could take L's and ain't nobody going to say nothing. You next up, fam. We seeing. We yeah. watching. And Look, there are no hey, good, well, there are no good before, teams before, that need a starting before running you back. Flip None, the, before, you, before you flip that real quick, did you see this, the hurler outrun the Browns? Then, well, I start, then I start thinking about Schwartz. Well, like, well, first of all, like, um, he's world-class fast. But hold on. And, I'm, I'm and just comparing the, that to Schwartz. I'm like, that's what I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, because that's what a fast <laughs> football a fast player looks like. like. That's, that's what, what I'm talking about. I, was, looks I, like. Said, I said that, I did like this, Jay. That was oh a nice my guy. And it was a nice I said, oh, my God, that's what Schwartz is supposed to be. My son trained with Devin at the Olympic Training Center. They're very good friends, and he's been telling me forever. Can't believe that an NFL team hasn't figured out how to use this. And of course, yesterday when he one play, fifty-five you saw, yards. You, you saw Schwartz catch. got a head of steam up on the end around. They were like, "Crack, go down." I was like, I was like <laughs> "It's not often really like, fast oh, guys learn how to play football." On from no, that. but the thing is, Devin Allen, Devin played football at a high level yeah. at Oregon. So I mean, it's not like he's new to the sport. I think he's just a guy that has been able to use to, to figure out how to use that speed. Because he straight up burned them two back Man. there. Oh, I like, he's like what like, a weapon! <laughs> what a weapon! I mean, it's not rocket science. Like sometimes I would see Tyreek Hill; he would just run straight and be like, "Listen, you can run, you can keep up with me for forty, but fifty and sixty, I'm open now. Throw yep. me the ball, this yep. touchdown. They, I need them right. Where's Schwartz at? Schwartz, you can't <laughs> run past nobody just straight." I guess not in Big pass. Nuggets, let's get to what the internet said <laughs> about pass. Josh Dobbs. We'll do this, and we're going to get right to Tim Couch afterwards. All so right. let's run through this. So we asked the internet yesterday, Steve, let's take tag board. In five words or less, we wanted to test the creative abilities of our viewers who we love. How would you describe Josh Dobbs' performance in the first half yesterday? He ended up playing a drive or two in the second half. But this was really based on the first half. And we got some really creative responses. Let's punch the first one here, Anthony. Five words or less. How about this? Very creative from April. Uh, five words on the dot. But that was a good one. Pretty, 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 pretty good. If you ever seen Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah, one of the famous. Well, well played. Gifts from that. All right, let's get to the next one here. There's some of the real big dev, dominant, legendary, unstoppable. Wow. Damn. That's okay. a little aggressive. We, you know, you got, <laughs> Super. You got to take answers from both sides of the spectrum. No, I get so it. He was very high. I'm sure Devin. Dominant. I legendary. Hope the, I hope the laugh emoji at the end means he's joking. Yeah, yeah, I think it does. I hope it does. But we still appreciated the answer. Let's get no. to the next one here. This one a little more leveled. Steady, confident, intelligent. He's a rocket that's scientist. That's, that's I, probably the best, I, most I, accurate. I, and that I, was I'd the agree. one that we felt was the most on the nail description. Yeah, I agree with that. Mark, well done. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna rock with Dobbs. Nah, my boy. I'm gonna go ahead and say Dobbs. Hey, listen, 
I haven't seen that much um, that uh, that he can't do. <coughs> nah, a couple for, of nice passes. So if Jacoby goes down in week one, you're comfortable with Josh Dobbs for 10 weeks. Oh, I ain't say all that. <laughs> <laughs> How could you be? I ain't say all that. Yeah. I'm still He'd be a nice bridge to get from the second quarter to the third quarter. Yeah. He's got a ding ankle. Right. Ooh, like, uh, but you don't want him out there for 11 games, no. I don't think. No. He's, you know? he's a pup in training. But I will say, a friend of mine who follow, he follows Tennessee football, he said, you don't like him. I'm watching. He's nice. All right. I said so. I mean, but he's got to grow. I mean, you oh, got to get game be, experience. Before we bring in Tim, I want to bring up one thing that was a concern to me. I wanted to see if I was overplaying it. I know it's preseason, but it's also a time for coaches to practice this stuff. I thought Stefanski wildly mismanaged the clock going into halftime. Am I the only one that that? It was a little. When he ended up picking the short field, so, so, it was so, disturbing. So here's what happened. It was. They decided to throw a ball over the middle, which right. is fine in that situation. I thought instantly after that, you'd use one of your two timeouts. Right, 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 right. They didn't. The clock ticked from 38 down to 24. Right. 14 precious seconds Gone. ticked away. And I'm yelling, timeout, 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 timeout. What happens is instead of getting three shots at they the end one. zone, they, two shots. they got two. And by the way, they carried one of their halftime, one of their timeouts into halftime with them. They didn't even need it anyhow. Yeah. I was really disappointed with how that played out because I know it's a preseason game. I know the second half wasn't played competitively, but let's face it. The difference between seven and three is the difference so who, in most cases between winning and losing. Yeah. And I, I thought he would have used that opportunity for him to practice his clock management. I thought well, he couldn't have mismanaged who, well, it. Any let, me tell you, let me just say this. Who, who's running the show here? Because I'm going to just say it's hard to be the head coach and then the coordinator too Boy. And, and see everything that's going on. Unless you got somebody in your ear, that's your right hand. Well, that's, that's, that's calling, a bigger calling, issue. I've never been sharp, good with the offensive coordinator being the head coach. Never. Because it's too, it's too much going and on. And I never here. will be. Typically, he's been really good in clock management mm-hmm. in the last two minutes in those situations. I, I think you're absolutely you. right. Probably would like have a couple of those decisions over from yesterday. It's preseason for him too. Yeah. You know. How about your boy Cade York? I mean, he looked 50 yard, missed the second field goal. And by the way, the, the, the little obsession and over cheering for a kicker is a little disturbing. Uh, <laughs> and I don't want to hear that he could have made it. I think Cade York's Not when you haven't had one in a while. I, I, right. I don't. That was I, nice. <laughs> I, I think Cade York's going to be good, but I don't want to hear that his field goal would have been good from 70. It was a 50 yard kick. He's got to make it or 55. He made yarder. a 50. He made no, a he 50. Missed, but he missed the 55. He made the 50. Right. But he, he only missed the 55. He hit the upright. He hit the upright. Amazing outboard. We will get back into the rest of the season. I don't care how good it would have been from you. You know what the league's average is on 55 plus? I don't care about the league average. You better. What, what's the league average in this you division? Better. What's the league average in this division? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> Bull, he surprises me yeah. how he misses the obvious. <laughs> you mean to tell me you miss a 55-yard feet? You better make it. He's got to make it. I don't care how Bull. good. On the broadcast, field goals are missed I more think, than they're made. I, I think Tim not in this division. Hey guys, let's in this, not in this division. I think, I think, I think, I think Tim, Tim is on the line. Tim, Tim can make a 55-yard field goal? Make the kick. I don't want to. Everybody's kissing. Guys, we're all, kicker. We're all, we're all they're kissing his ass. We're all, we're you make the 55 yard field goal. We're off Gotta make it. We're off Cade York. Hey, Gotta look, how are you? I played, with, I played with Phil Dawson. That guy never missed, man. So we never. didn't have any kicker issues. Phil, I, I looked it up yesterday. Phil did miss. A couple times. Yeah. <laughs> Evan McPherson and Justin Tucker barely ever missed, so he better barely ever <laughs> They miss. both missed. They all missed, Bull. They all missed. Gotta make 90%. But, Tim, we're hitting on something that I think is a really good segue here. I actually talked to Phil a couple years ago, and I said, why don't – why are NFL kickers worse than ever? And he kind of laughed at me. He's like, no, they're better than ever. Yep, he said, go back, go back and look my yeah. rookie year. And he said, I'd have been cut if, if my percentage based on today – that kickers today are actually better than ever. Yep. It's just outrageous expectations placed on these it guys. It should be. You're absolutely right. 
Yeah, it definitely is. That's, there's a lot of pressure on those guys, man. You just think it's going to be automatic when they roll out there. And uh, you know, they're kicking at a high level for sure. You know, I, I remember Phil uh, back in 99 when we came in as rookies. He was just so clutch. You know, even though he missed a couple of field goals that year, when the game was on the line, Phil was always automatic. I don't remember him ever missing an opportunity to win a game. But, uh, yeah, these guys right now are unbelievable, man. They're, they're kicking the ball much further and much more accurate than, uh, than I've ever seen. And just to follow up real quick, and then I'll let someone else go, go back and look at the – and he totally convinced me, by the way. By the time we were done talking, he completely flipped my mindset on kicking. Go back and look at the career make percentage of Gary Anderson and Morton Anderson. Right. And these guys – Who we thought were all-time greats. Were all-time greats. They could they, – they wouldn't no. even make it in the league today and, and, based on what we have today. And, Tim, I don't, I don't think – I think you might have brought this stat up. I don't think it, an opposing team missed a field goal or something like I that. Yeah. yeah. They didn't make, not miss a field goal. They didn't miss a field goal all year against the Browns. It was one that was blocked. Uh, that's crazy. It yeah. is nuts. That's just bad luck, but it well, happens. That just shows accuracy, you might. Tim, what's your overall takeaway from preseason game number two? And after you tell us that, what do you make of the fact that we haven't seen our starting quarterback yet? Yeah, uh, you know, I think, you know, my overall takeaway was there's a lot of talent on the field, a lot of good young talent. I think, you know, obvious what everyone's talking about is Josh Dobbs and the way he played. Um, that's great to see. You know, you need, a, you need a backup quarterback in this league, and I think Josh has shown that he can be that guy. You know, I was just impressed with how comfortable he looks in the system already. Uh, he looks, you know, he's making the right reads. He's getting rid of the football, making plays with his legs. Uh, so so he's, he's a valuable guy to have at, uh, as a backup quarterback, and I think he's proven that so far, uh, completing a high percentage of his throws throughout the preseason, taking care of the football, and, and he's moving the offense. You know, it, it looks good out there when he's on the field. So I was impressed with Josh and, um, you know, just, uh, just the overall uh, young talent, like I said, some of these uh, young running backs, some of these defensive players uh, are really showing out in these preseason games. So it's, it's great to see that some of these draft picks are, are making uh, such an immediate impact for the team. Hey, Tim, you talk about the backs. We got a glut in the backs now. What you yeah, gonna do? Sure. I keep telling them you got you got some chips, even though you're yeah. not gonna use them. You got some chips here. I wouldn't be waving people just not, be waving them. Jay and Jay and Jason, they might. I'm not sure if they're high or drunk today, but they want to <laughs> trade Kareem Hunt. No, 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 no. Nobody said no. wanted to. They, you're taking nobody us out said of contact. wanted to. You can't, we can't trade him because you can't get good okay. value for him. It's impossible. So tell I, you know. listen to offers. So Tim, that's why they should Tim, be right now. Tim, what, give me your expertise, Tim. What do you think? Yeah. I got a glut in the back. I, I would probably agree with Jay. You know, I, th I think he listened to offers. You know, this guy's a—he's a good football player. Um, you know, so I don't—I don't know. You need—you need help in other areas. Certainly, you know, there's uh, there, there's some areas of concern on the team that you want to kind of build up the roster a little bit because you're so stacked at running back. You know, you're probably three deep, maybe even four right now, at, and you, that you feel comfortable with in the backfield. So. Uh, you know, if, if, so, if there's good offers out there, I think you do have to listen, um, you know, just to just kind of build the team up and, uh, you know, strengthen it in other areas. Agreed. In theory, I agree. If they could get like a top 20, 25 wide receiver for Kareem Hunt, I'd do it. Right. That's all we're saying. The problem is it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible because nobody's trading one of those if guys. If you don't try, you'll never know. Fine, try, but it can't happen. That's, that's, what, that's what we're saying. That's guys, exactly what we're saying. There's like three teams that need a starting running back, and they're all bad. They're not going to trade a good the wide Baltimore receiver. The Baltimore Ravens lost all of their running backs so, last so, year before so week one. So let me ask. Okay, what's the wide, who's the wide receiver you're getting for the Ravens? Nobody. Let me ask Tim Couch. Hello, Crazy. Tim. You got enough Kentucky gear. They must keep you laced down there with that gear. <laughs> got to. Uh, they, they, they do. I got to go, I gotta go to Columbus because I'm not getting the gear like you getting. Every time I turn hey, on the you're TV. you're all-time great you like Tim. Get, listen, listen. Ain't no slouch over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. But right, so let me say. Tim, Tim rewrote the record book. Tim, Tim, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, bro. Kareem Hunt, if you had to move him, what caliber of player are you moving him for? That's Bull's question. What kind of player would you move a, 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 Kareem, a Kareem Hunt for? 
and give me a yeah. uh, give me a type of name, you know, something that we can equate here, right? Uh, man, I don't know. I can't think of anyone right off the top of my head, you know, but I'm thinking, you know, you definitely need a playmaker at wide receiver. You know, when I look at the wide receiver group, I'm pretty concerned about that that group. You know, what happens if Amari Cooper goes down? Well, you know, where, where does this team go in the passing game without Amari Cooper? And, um, you know, who, who do they turn to as their number one wide receiver? So I think you need to, you know, to obviously, you know, build up that that position a little bit, get a little more depth, get get another playmaker in there uh, for these quarterbacks to steal the football too. But I can't think of a you know an exact name right now to who I would who I would think would be a good even trade for Kareem. But I think yeah, he does have some value. Is it a high level guy? Good. I mean, how high yeah. level guy? I guess I'm asking, not specifically the person, but how high level guy? You know, you're not looking for yeah. A second you know, I'm thinking receiver. probably. At a number two wide receiver, I guess, you know, something like that. Somebody who can come in and, you know, you can count on to play right away. And that's fair. You're talking about a number two running back, at least in this system, and in, for a number mm-hmm. two wide receiver. And, Bull, the reason – I don't think anybody here on this panel is advocating get rid of him, move him. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is that Andrew Barry has to be looking at the totality of his skill players on offense, and he's saying, yeah. wow, I'm loaded here, and I'm But he's thin known as hell that for here. a while. Right, and but, what you guys are not hearing, because you, uh, as I'm telling you, because I'm obsessed with rosters and depth charts, and I know this stuff. Oh, there we is, not, we're not. There is not. Well, you guys can't name one wide. Then name me a wide receiver. We're, we're not if at all. If you are, then name me one bull, wide receiver. Bull. Name one wide receiver. Here's here's what you we're going to say. There is nobody. No, I can't. And you know why? You're asking me to reverse engineer a trade. I'm but not I'm telling tra- you. There's no. There's like three teams that need a starting running back, and they're all bad teams. So. T- 29 teams right now yes. have running backs better than Kareem Hunt. Of course not better, but they're not okay. going to trade a good wide receiver if for you, Kareem Hunt if, if they have a starting If you want to get running. better at wide receiver yes. and you bring Kareem Hunt onto your team, 20 teams are going to do that. No. 20 teams are going to get better at that position. 20 teams, yes. Okay. But they're not so – if they have a starter – Of those 20 teams, not a single one of them no. has – any depth at wide receiver where they can say, no, we need to get no. better at running because 20 back. 20 teams are not just be. I hope it happens. Now I hope it happens. <laughs> Jay, Jay, I really do. If Kareem, now Hunt, I hope it happens. If Kareem Hunt is better than, if, the, if, if some team has a, 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 a number 15 running back. Yeah. And Kareem Hunt's number eight. Well, yeah. they're not going to trade, give up a good receiver so you, just to get a little so better you, at running you, back. They're not going to do that. You, that team won't. Would you trade Kareem Hunt for Olave? They uh, wouldn't do that. Gee, yeah, Christmas, that's a, yes. That's a question. Hell yeah, I do that every day at Jays on Sunday. Relax. That's not going to happen. Just, number let, number let, one, they let, got, they, first of all, they've got Alvin Kamara there, who's I, a great bat. Ask, ask the question. Hey, we, we're just trying to find a base i got to leave. We're just trying to find a I'm going to walk out. These guys are out of control. Bye-bye. I should leave. Bye-bye. I wasn't rooting for it before I am now. Tyvis Powell has texted us. He wanted his opinion to be read. He said, why would you trade Hunt? for a receiver when you can sign one Emmanuel Sanders, Deshaun Jackson are still available. That's from And Will Fuller, Deshaun Jackson sucks. Clearly, they've kicked the tires and they've talked about all of those players and they've decided that's not going to change their lives. I just wanted to give uh, Tyvis his two cents in here. No, that's – and it's a very good point, but you don't – the Browns need a receiver. They need a good receiver. They need a really good receiver. You got a former number one quarterback who's been in the city. Tim knows. Everybody yeah. with eyes. Ray Charles can see that intended receiver. But nobody's <laughs> trading a top two receiver and for if you a don't, running back when they don't need one. I guarantee you nobody's doing it if the Browns don't pick up the phone and try. All right, I'm done with this. Tim. Yeah, yeah please. <laughs> Josh Dobbs. It's difficult for me to look at him and say he's ready to be QB2 because he has 17 career attempts. And I'm hung up on the right. fact 
that the Steelers knew going into the season that they were going to need a quarterback, and they elected to move on from him and mm-hmm. said, we don't they need They still him need here. a quarterback, the Steelers. Yes, and they moved on from Dobbs. How much of that is a flag? We've seen two preseason games, and everyone's throwing their arms up and rejoicing, and he's played really well. I don't want to take anything from him, but it's against backups. How much of a flag right. is it in your eyes that the Steelers knew they were going to need quarterbacks this year? They were starting basically over, and they st- still elected to move on from him when they know him better than anybody. Yeah, you know, I think that's a really good point. Um, you know, for me, I think it's just, you know, some quarterbacks feel better in different systems. Maybe Josh wasn't performing at this level in Pittsburgh, so they felt that he, they were able to let him go, and now he just feels better in this system, and he feels more comfortable. So it's just a right time, right place thing for a lot of quarterbacks. You know, I think he feels good about uh, the offense that he's running. They're allowing him to make some plays. But, you know, like you said, it, it is just preseason football. A lot of quarterbacks look good in the preseason going against backups. Um, but, but you know, he's doing his job. He's doing what you want to see. He's completing a high percentage of the throws and taking care of the football. And, you know, he's running the football well. So, um, you know, you're, you're seeing all the things that you would want to see, uh, you know, from a backup quarterback. So, I, I mean, as of right now, from what I've seen, and even going back to college, I, I watched a lot of Josh Dobbs in college at Tennessee. And uh, the guy was a really good football player in the SEC. So I know he can do it at a high level. I've seen him do it at a high level. I just obviously haven't seen it in the NFL until this year. Uh, in this preseason, I hadn't seen him play at all in the NFL until this year. So, uh, but I'm impressed with what I've seen. You know, I think, you know, he's got a really good command of the offense. He looks very comfortable and uh, he's moving the football when he gets out there. And that's all you can ask for. And he's, he's uh, you know, you can see him do He's doing his job and feels good about it. How much do you want to see Jacoby in week three here? Yeah, I want to see him a lot. You know, I want to see what that looks like. You know, from everything I hear, uh, you know, from the coaches and the players talking about him, everyone is raving about how how well he's doing within the offense and how good he looks in practice. But, you know, obviously I want to see that out on the field. So uh, it'll be it'll be nice to see him get out there, take some reps and uh, and kind of get an idea of what this offense is going to look like going into week one. Tim, let me ask you this question and we can kind of figure out what's going on with with the with the team and how many players we got what we should do. I watch other teams and I know what they are, right? I watch the Tennessee Titans. They run the ball. I watch uh, the 49ers. They they're really aggressive. They really are, are, are running the ball out of different formations. But when I watch Josh Allen, they run four wides and they go throw the ball. They don't even need a running back. They just like we're going to do that with the quarterback. What is the Browns identity offensively? If you if you watch them with Stefanski, can you tell me kind of what is the philosophy offensively? Um, so that I can know whether or not I do need to emphasize a running back or not or a receiver. Right. You know, I, I think the offensive philosophy from what I've seen is, you know, they're going to they're going to lean on the running game and the offensive line and they're going to take their shots out of play action. You know, they're going to move the quarterback. They're going to get him out of the pocket. They're going to take those shots off the play action passing game. And, you know, but I think it's I think it's a run first offense. You know, I really do. And I think that, uh, you know, when you got a backfield like Cleveland has, I think, it's, you know, it's obviously maybe the best offensive, the best running back group in the league. I think you have to build it around those guys. Uh, when Deshaun Watson comes back, will it change a little bit? Yeah, maybe. You know, you got a, you got a top five, you know, seven or eight QB in the league probably. Uh, so you're going to want to change the offense and kind of, you know, involve it to where it, where it goes around Deshaun if he's healthy and playing at the level we think he can. But as of right, this offense is going to – it's got to go through Chubb and, and Hunt and, you know, the, the, all the, the group of running backs that they have and rely on that offensive line and just let the quarterbacks make the throws off of play action and, and take advantage of, you know, the defense biting up on that. Tim, Tim, how concerned are you about uh, the return game? That's been a problem for the Browns for a while. It's a, kind of an under-the-radar part of the team. They got they went and got Jakeem Grant this offseason, who's a really, really good return guy. He gets hurt. So far, it's been yeah. ugly. Like, and, and with the punts, drives me crazy. Like, these guys jumping back at the last – got to catch the punt. You can't give up those yards. How concerned – how big a concern should that area be right now for the Browns? 
Yeah, you know, I think, you know, from what we've seen so far, it hasn't been good. You know, that, that's for sure. There's a lot of area to uh, to improve in, the, in that. So, you know, hopefully they can get it together. You know, it's such a huge part of the game, changing field position, uh, you know, setting the offense up. So, you know, hopefully they can get a guy back there who can, who can be a difference maker for them. Tim, when we watch uh, the preseason today compared to when you played, you're looking for stars and they're just not out there. We were talking about, and Jason brought up Doug Deacon, and I'd actually talked to Doug about that before. Back in the day, they used to play six preseason games, and these guys played. I mean, they weren't there to watch. What do you make of the sort of transition in philosophy to where we are now, where very rarely do you see the ones, and I know that over the weekend, you know, some teams played their ones a little bit. I was kind of surprised to see Mahomes play as much as he did, but Andy Reid does that. Is there a right way? Is there a wrong way? And what do you make of the of the change in philosophy? Well, I think it all goes down to how much you know these you know the, these starters are making so much money now, and you rely so much on these guys. You just don't want to see someone go down in a preseason game and have a season end injury. So you got to take care of these guys a little bit and and save them for the regular season. You know, it's it's such a physical game that you don't want them out there taking unnecessary hits right now. But you know, there's also that balance of you know you got to get guys ready to play and you know coming into week one where you know they feel good and they've they've got some reps and some game speed. Uh, they've taken a few hits, so there, there's that fine line that you know every coach's philosophy philosophy is a little bit different on how much should I play my starter you know how much should I you know how many reps does he need you know I think it all depends you know also on you know who these guys are are they veterans in the league are they younger guys they need more reps those kind of things so there's a lot of moving parts to it these coaches have to factor in but it really has changed quite a bit since you know even I was in the league and obviously you know going back to Deacon's days when they were playing every snap of every preseason game and doing all that 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 was a grind I can't I can't imagine going through all those preseason games and then playing the regular season it almost feels like probably playing two seasons when you when you do all that so it's uh, just uh, just a balancing act with these coaches I think so Tim we're sitting here now we're going to the last regular preseason game here uh, this weekend how much how much do you think Brissett should be playing in this game you know I would like to see him play at least a half you know, I, I think, um, you know, he's a guy that, uh, you know, obviously you're going to be counting on him for the first 11 games now. So you got to get some reps. You know, yeah, I'd like to see, you know, let's get this offense going. Let's let's go, you know, kind of game plan a little bit for this for this next game. You know, let's let's put a game plan together. Let him go out and execute that. Maybe even get him in a little hurry up, a little two minute. You know, I always like to do that as a quarterback, just change the change the pace a little bit. Just come out and, you know, maybe even start the game in a, in a, in a no huddle, you know, just to just to kind of get get moving, get 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 your mind thinking quickly, get going in the offense and make you make decisions quickly and getting the football out of your hand. Uh, so so there's I, I would love to see a half uh, of football from Jacoby. So we'll see what they end up doing. But, uh, you know, I know all Browns fans are anxious to see what, what it's going to look like with him out there. So what happens here? I'm going I'm devil's advocate now, right? Because I believe in giving him a shot and let him do his thing. What happens if this thing goes horribly wrong this weekend? Uh, you know, there's not not many options right now. You know, with uh, you know, he, he's going to be your guy. So I think it's just you know, if, if something goes horribly wrong, you know, it's just back to the drawing board. Uh, you know, just trying to figure out where to go from there. But you know, it's you know, hopefully hopefully it doesn't go that way. I try to try to think positive about it that he's going to come out and look good <laughs> and it's going to be clicking. But you know, it's. Uh, and I'm sure the coaches don't want to think that way right now. So we'll, we'll see how it goes and uh, just have to go go off, uh, you know, what, what the film looks like and, uh, and evaluate these guys after the game. You think they're talking behind the scenes? On a what I'm sure they are. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they are. There's, there's definitely some of that going on, I'm sure. Nothing changes if he doesn't play well. Nothing. Like, what are you going to do at this point? Yeah. It's not going to change the Jimmy G conversation, whether or not they go get him or not. They're not going to base anything 
off of one preseason game, even if he looks terrible. I, I don't think. I mean, it's funny. What My perception of if things go horribly wrong was an injury. That's off the train. I was on the performance. I was on the performance. Yeah, okay. They're not going to blink on performance because they are who they are at this point. Hey, put the turn off the light. McNuggets has a question for you, Tim. Yeah, Tim, we talk about the joint practices and how teams kind of use those as their quote-unquote preseason now. Do you feel like when you played in the preseason, those snaps actually helped you prepare for the opening week of the year, or were the preseason snaps really just kind of walkthroughs and praying you didn't get hurt? Uh, yeah, you know, I thought they helped a little bit. You know, we, we did some joint practices with the Bills um, when I was playing. We, I think we did that a couple times. I know we did one with uh, Indianapolis as well. Uh, so, so those things kind of help a little bit, uh, you know, to get you ready, just to see another defense, another look, you know, because you've been going against your team, uh, your defense for so long in the offseason, throughout OTAs, uh, mini camps, and then training camp. It's good to see, uh, you know, something else out there to make you think a little bit because you understand and know your defense so well at that point. So it's good to see those, uh, you know, new faces. But, yeah, I, I like the preseason uh, as far as just getting ready. It made me feel like I, you, know, you don't have to go right into week one with no, no reps. Uh, so, so get out there and move around a little bit, take some hits, and uh, you know just uh, just get get used to getting rid of the football. So, I, so I like those preseason reps for sure. Can some people are trying to equate that to to games? Uh, is there any way you're getting out of a joint workout what you would normally get out of playing even a quarter or a half in a preseason game? Uh, probably not. No, it's always going to be stepped up a little bit once the games start. You know, these, these preseason games kind of kind of are what they are. You're not really game planning for these things. You're just kind of out there, you know, calling plays and working on, you know, what you've installed so far, uh, you know, in, in, in the offense. So it's uh, it's definitely a step up, you know, speed wise, physicality once the, once the season starts. So it's just uh, but it's, you know, just uh, it's the, the progress up to it, you know, the progression up to it where you got to, you know, get your know, practice speed to the preseason speed and then the regular season speed. So, uh, you know, it's um, it's good to kind of get that feel and, uh, and get ready to go for week one. What's the what's the game like experience when it gets chippy, though? Yeah, you know, that's uh, <laughs> there's always going to be some of that, you know, so, you know, especially these joint practices, you know, you see the highlights of there's always going to be a fight breakout. Anytime you get two teams together, they're going against each other like that. So, you know, you're always going to get some some chippiness and, uh, you know, some some go- some arguing going back and forth. So it's just 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 part of the game. And you kind of go into those practices expecting those kind of things to happen. I always shake my head when guys start throwing hands. Like, what are you no, going to hit? You're going to hit something hard yeah. with plastic and you're going to break yeah. your hand. Yeah. Not, it's, not, it's not a good look. Tim, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. One more preseason game, then a week off, and then we start talking real football. We can't wait for that. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week, man. All right. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate it. See you next week. All right, week, Tim. Thanks. All right, yeah, thanks. You know what? Thanks. He is loaded up with UK he gear. He got more UK <laughs> he's gear. Got, like, every time he's on, he's got a different piece if of I gear a, If I wasn't a buck, I'd like, send me some of that gear. because I know. Do you still get any love? Get, for man, the... we'll get nothing. Are you crazy? Nothing from Ohio State. Ohio like, we ain't giving you nothing. That's crazy. <laughs> they point you to the wow. bookstore. Go online. All that billions of dollars <laughs> changing hands. Oh, well, well, here, and we'll get to the... Won't hey, be, it's amateur athletics. Won't, won't be this week. That billion dollar TV deal. Yeah, it's the Big Ten just signed. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some restructuring here because that's going to be. Yeah, it's some restructuring here because now you get more to pie, and what are they getting? So somewhere this is going to be addressed. Yeah, here. that's well, we got money. This is coming. Well, we've got to limit the players uh, getting name image like this. Money. Right, right, right. We right. want them to make right, right, right. <laughs> a billion. Yeah, bull, billion. billions with a I B. Said, I said, people, y'all to see y'all don't ask enough. Y'all don't ask enough, right? Yeah. You got to be that guy, right? Look, you got to pull up. You, hey, Gene, you had him more. Hey, Gene, look, um, I, I, it was great to have you on the show, but listen, I, I ain't had no shorts in about twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a polo? Can a yeah. brother get a polo? Mm-hmm. Real quick? He don't want to do it though. He don't want to pull. I wasn't on with. 
Gene. I went on with Gene that day. You what? Would you have asked? Uh, would you have asked? Would I? <laughs> That's why he went on. Would I? That's I love why when Brad tells the story about when the Jordans would show up at yeah. the Bulls facility. And we steal them. We're like, bro, that, oh, give me them shoes. Bro, that, By the way, I can't, still can't understand why the Big Ten didn't kick out Rutgers, Indiana. Like, why would you share the money with these Rutgers schools that bring nothing? Rutgers is going nowhere. It's the number one market it's in the country. Market, and right? I know that they don't care about I don't understand. It. Nobody watches Indiana, Rutgers football Indiana, in New York. Indiana's I don't understand going why nowhere that matters. because they, they're the heart of the Big Ten. They're going I, nowhere. And they I don't know basketball. about Indiana. I can't argue that. No. In, in 25 That's years of living Northwestern. Uh, they bring Chicago. Uh, Chicago in 25 years of living in New York, I never met anybody that cared about Rutgers football. They cared. They cared the year they were they got, eight zero and they lost. No, they, they beat Louisville. No, they did. The TV ratings because that game was on ESPN the night that they were they eight like, zero and the Big Louisville Ten was likes, seven one. The Big Ten. It did a mammoth number, and it mostly was in the metro the, area. The Big Ten likes the Big Ten likes the household. Yeah, they the household. They want. They, they want, got the household. Well, why not you know kick out want. Indiana and Purdue? Why share the money with them? Well, I've even I've even asked before, like you know. Iowa, yeah, Northwestern. Why are they sharing the money I, with I, I still think that ultimately where it's going is this super conference that keeps the powers, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, USC, UCLA. Now imagine if yeah. they bring in Notre Dame right. and maybe a few other programs, fringe programs from the yeah. ACC. I don't know how the By ACC is. By the way, did, I ha- go ahead. Go did ahead. you see Kevin? You, Brian Gumbel had Kevin Warren on. In an interview over the weekend, I didn't see it. And he asked him. He said, what are we, "When are you gonna start playing the players?" Yeah, and he good. Said, he said, "Oh yeah, be now." He said, do, and "So Kevin Warren, he didn't duck it." He said, "Do you ever think it's gonna get to a point where we're gonna have to reconcile this with the players? Do you mind paying players? No, I don't mind playing. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. I mean, they see it coming. Guys, what it's they basically sports. have in the Big Ten alone is an NFL-style mo- uh, financial model. Yep." But they're not paying the players. (laughs) So, I mean, it's finally, common sense is finally going to catch up with reality. And I was just shocked that Kevin Warren said he. Well, he knows it's coming. He said, oh, no, I see where I'm not opposed to playing the players. I'm not. Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, before we get to the top five, you mentioned Notre Dame. It reminded me. I watched the Manti Teo oh, good. What'd documentary you think? over the weekend. You, it was well, amazing. I, I only watched the first one. Don't fully spoil it yet. I wa- the first it, one was it's, ama- it's still. I haven't seen any of it yet. Oh, I, 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 I watched the watch first two minutes, then I had to leave and go do something. I watched the whole two hours. I, I am sympathetic for him. I feel bad for him. I do, there is a part of me that's like, how could he be that stupid? He was. He was. But I believe kid. he was. Yeah, he, he was. was. I do too. He was. You know why? He came from a religious background. He's very sheltered, yeah. probably. He wasn't exposed to any of this stuff. Yeah. I found when I went to college, like the kids that came from the most religious homes that got didn't get. They always there were some of them that you know were what fanatics. It is, As I was watching it too, and I was trying to remember yeah. back because it was every day we were doing that story front and center yeah. every single day for weeks, and I remember somebody that knew him from Hawaii told one of our producers who told us in a meeting, this kid is one of the most trusting kids you'll ever meet. He was just, he, he was always, whenever he would find out that people had nefarious motives in anything in life, right? He was like, wow. Yeah. Really? And catfishing so, at that time was not a thing. It wasn't that we a knew thing. About. It was just a perfect it's storm. It's a shame. It's a shame. It ruined his career, obviously. But you know what? I, That's I, it crazy. did. I think yeah. it did too. Totally. Yeah. But I was. I was. Um, I loved how it ended on the positive message. And yeah. that, that he's finally over that hump. Yeah. And that he holds. I. I don't want to spoil it for for those that haven't seen it, including McNuggets. But I will tell you that that's a strongly recommended. Sports doc that was excellent. That you'll get from me. A, it was, it was two parts. I don't have time for the eight parters. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. too long. It was. It's going to take you two and a half hours to watch the whole thing, and it is. It's great. Fantastic. Yeah, it was really good. Two seconds. Uh, Panthers and the most non-news breaking news ever. 
the Panthers announced Baker Mayfield will start against Oh, oh. wow. Who oh. could have seen that? Coming? Yeah, well, they did that last week, right? <laughs> no. no just there now. was rumors they were going to last they week, but they didn't actually do it. Now, oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, there were reports last week. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, yeah. it's the most non-newsy breaking news. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, that is. Because I, I, I thought it already had been announced. Yeah. Who's surprised? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> no one's surprised. Good. It was well, a very... Here, here, for the Cleveland, I'll speak for the Cleveland folks. We wanted that. We're waiting for you. We're going to wait to see you. Yes, we are. We oh, want to see you. Are any of you guys big Vegas guys? Yes. You bet? You like to no, bet? No, I don't bet on games. I, because... I'm not. I'm not a big Vegas guy, but I have a friend who sort of makes a living at sports betting. Um, he's independently wealthy, but the amount of money he makes every year from sports betting, he could do that if he wanted to wow. like, and be well off. He told me the number one bet he's seeing in Vegas right now is that they have a bet uh, worst to first. Um, and he said, everybody's throwing money on Carolina. And he said the professional money, and that's kind of the world that yeah. he's in. He's yeah. not in the, you know, Joe six pack. Right. Yeah, give me this team. Right. Right. He said the professional money right now is, um, he's seeing a lot of it thrown on the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Just the worst because, to first, not just the worst to first. They're definitely seeing most of that money go to the Panthers on the worst to first. But he said every year, the way he does it is he splits top 16, bottom 16. The way you make money is picking long shots, obviously. So he's studied that bottom 16. It's like, I'm not there yet Mm -hmm. to go all in on Carolina, but he said he's got some buddies that are also in the pro world, and he's seeing a lot of the pro betting money go. It's the money that you throw on a long shot to win it, and then you hear that it comes through. He's seeing a lot of action that way, and it kind of makes sense. I mean, They've got a better quarterback. I just don't. I don't think they have a better roster. I don't think they have the roster to do it. Man. Even if McCaffrey yeah, stays yeah, healthy, yeah, I don't think they have yeah, it. We, we what see, you got, McDougal? We're we not going to argue. You guys, because I've been in here for the last eight minutes saying we got to do top five. And yeah, somehow yeah, let's we squeeze four we topics in <laughs> in eight minutes. But the only thing I love more than you guys is Bill Bar. If y'all haven't tried out Bill Bar yet, you are seriously missing out. The new Bill Bar Puffs too. Absolutely delicious. I tried the new flavor on Sunday. What's the new one? Cookie dough chunk puff. Which is still new. They get another new one in two weeks. Only 160 calories, 15 grams of protein. And best part, if you use code LOCKDOWN15, you get 15% off any online order at LOCKDOWN, uh, at Built.com. Did it fill you up? Is it, is it like a good between meal deal? It's a pretty good between meal. Yeah, very okay. good between meal. Can we get a bowl of them right here? We're trying to get them sent to us first. And then when we get them, we'll put them on do a little free promo. We got Tom Hamilton on the line. So we're going to run through oh, top awesome. five super quick because we do have to get to the ultimate five which is the five best preseason performances in recent memory. Anthony, let's get tag board up. Number five, Tony Romo. We're going to run through this real quick. He threw for 349 passing yards and a touchdown. It's only one of four times that a quarterback's ever thrown for over 400 uh, yards in a preseason. He played the full game. Okay. He threw 45 passes. No. All right, let's go to the next one. That'll never happen again. That's, yeah, that, that record will hold. <laughs> Here's Stephen McGee. 304 who, who yards, one Stephen touchdown. McGee. His one touchdown <laughs> was a game winner. So I gave him a little nod over Tony Romo right. through for some more yards. Okay. Number three, y'all remember David Clowney? I do. Yeah. yeah. 2008, four catches, 163 receiving yards, and two touchdowns in the preseason game. The only reason he made the Jets roster that year. And I'm sure all Jets fans thought he was going to change their lives forever. No doubt. <laughs> How'd that work out? Number two is the single greatest quarterback performance in preseason history. Brent Hundley threw for 236 yards and four touchdowns. Wow. In 2016, uh, 2015, he's the only quarterback to ever throw four Ooh. touchdowns in a preseason game. And number Ever. one, they, they only play part. They only play like a quarter or two. I know, Victor but they used Cruz. to play a lot. 
Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz, it out six catches, day. 145 yards, three touchdowns as the Giants beat the Jets. And he's one of the few guys who turned that preseason breakout performance into a legitimate yeah, career because he's right. a very yeah. successful Giant. Those are the five best preseason games of all time. Let's now welcome in the best voice in radio play-by-play announcing, and that is Tom Hamilton.